Hello, and welcome to Angular Rocks, a podcast for those who want to know more about Angular. I am Alexey Konsevich, and today I would like to talk about Angular building blocks. But at first, let's define what are the building blocks. Building blocks are the code units that build up your application. Just like bricks built up a house, Angular building blocks builds up an Angular application. For example, things like components, services, modules, pipes, and directives are Angular building blocks. The way you put building blocks together defines the architecture of your application. However, most of the building blocks I'll mention today are not Angular-specific. In fact, most of them are just patterns and best practices that you may see in many other different frameworks. To create a new Angular building block, Angular developers use one of the superpowers of the Angular CLI, the generate command. You can find an episode dedicated to Angular CLI here at Angular Rocks. Think of an Angular application as a component tree. Here, you have a root component and a child components that appear to be the parent components for their own child components, and so on. Every component in Angular, by default, follows the separation of concerns principle. So every Angular component consists of three different parts, class, template, and styles. Files with extension TS hold your component TypeScript code. Files with extension HTML hold the view of the component. And files with extension CSS or any other supported stylesheet preprocessor file extension contains the styling of the component. Personally, I like approaching component concerns in separate files. Probably because I used a lot of other frameworks in the past followed the same principle. But if you are coming from a different background and thus may prefer to keep everything in a single file, no worries, there is also an option for that in Angular. The component-based approach helps achieve isolation, encapsulation, reusability and composition of components in your applications. That improves application maintainability, testability and debugging ability. The next Angular building block I want to talk about called services. Think of a service or a service class as an abstraction layer where you put your reusable domain-specific code. Usually, the number of services in your application depends on the size of your application. Service class is actually not an Angular-specific concept. It's just a pattern that helps you to hold a reusable code that you want to share. For example, HTTP calls or any other sort of business logic of your application. So, for those who don't really like duplicating and copy-pasting a code, having a service class is the best way to avoid copy-pasting. In order to consume a particular service class in your code, the instance of this class needs to be created. In Angular, you don't have to do it manually. There is a mechanism built in into Angular called dependency injection. Dependency injection is not an Angular-specific concept. Dependency injection is a design pattern that creates objects and provides them to consumer classes that depends on those objects. 
If you want to learn more about dependency injection and how it works in Angular, you can find the dependency injection episode here at Angular Rocks. So, let's talk about modules now. Module, also known as ng-module, is an Angular-specific building block. Think of a module as an independent logical unit or a container that holds a unique feature of your application. They are also known as a feature modules. Feature modules usually contain module-specific building blocks like components, services, pipes, directives, and so on. The number of feature modules in an application usually depends on the size of an application. However, by default in an Angular application, you always have at least one module, which is called an app module. Real-world Angular applications usually consist of many modules. Sometimes, when your application evolves and grows in size, some modules might become too fat. In that case, it is a good practice to refactor them into multiple modules. Breaking your application into multiple modules helps you keep application structure to a high standard, and that increases application maintainability, and also it enables this feature called lazy loading. We talk more about lazy loading in the Angular Performance Tuning episode. Angular comes with a number of modules that you can use in your applications right away. Things like Forms module, HTTP Client module, Router module, and so on are ready to go by importing them from the proper package. There are a few more essential building blocks that I would like to cover. Now, let's talk about pipes. A pipe is just a class that defines a single function that you use to transform a string. Angular offers you several built-in pipes out of the box. You can find date pipe, uppercase pipe, lowercase pipe, currency pipe, and so on inside the Angular common package. Also, you can build your own custom pipe if you need one. The last building block I want to mention here called directives. Directives is a unique feature of Angular. With the power of directives, you can enhance the functionality of HTML elements. It allows you to apply new functionality to HTML elements in a declarative manner. Directives are reusable, so you can apply the same directive to multiple HTML elements. I am covering more details on that in the Angular template syntax episode. That's all for today. I am Alexey Konsevich, and this is Angular Rocks. See you in the next episode.